Welcome to the Casa de Confidence podcast, a podcast for women about going in the direction of their dreams and the confidence it takes to reach them. I'm your host, Julie DeLuca Collins. I am a dreamer, a traveler, visionary, risk taker. I am a lover of books, activist, philanthropist, and most of all, a supporter of women in their dreams. If you've stumbled into our casa for the first time, welcome. If you've been here before, I'm so glad you're back. Grab your drink of choice, settle in, and make yourself at home. Hello, Julie. Hello, Dan. What kind of greeting is that? It's a tired one. Why are you so tired today? Because my honey got me doing her list. (laughs) Your honey will always have a list for you. Sorry. I know. It's good. It's good to have things to do. I, um, actually, maybe the guest should know about this a little bit, um, because I don't know. I've been working on the sound. If you got any feedback for it, uh, just email Julie at goconfidentlycoaching.com. Julie at goconfidentlycoaching.com. Wow. Julie at goconfidentlycoaching.com. Just email her. Hey, how's the sound? I just need to know. I need some little bit of feedback there because it's a... Look, I'm looking for better ways to improve it, to make it more efficient, uh, to make it f- so Julie can actually handle um, doing the sound when I am away. Because last week, in, in this this broadcast being um, one, this was the first recording she had done on our newer soundboard mm-hmm. without me in the building. And immediately after this recording she did another one and uh didn't work out as well as the first (laughs) so next week's recording will be strictly all zoom based Mm. uh single track recording for those in the know what that means (laughs) well i think that we're boarding our our audience now all you needed to say is can you give me some feedback thanks (laughs) Uh, all right just give me some feedback how's it sound is it sounding good Sounds especially, good to me. Especially after next week. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I got I to gotta judge that one up just a little bit. So, Dan, want to share with the audience something really fun about your golf game? My, my golf? Yeah. Really? Unless you think that's going to bore the audience, too. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, maybe it's boastful because I'm becoming such a good golfer. <laughs> 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 Not really. I've been golfing for 10 years. For most people who golf will tell you, oh, you're just a beginner. (laughs) Uh, My dad used to say that you were always a beginner at golf. I will always be a beginner at golf. But you've been having some really good games. What do you attribute that to? It's true. I actually shot an 85 this week. For those of us who don't know anything, well, I guess I, I guess I do know that that's a good game score. Yeah, I I got a forty-two and a forty-three, uh, forty-two on the front nine, forty-three in the back nine. 
Because I guess there's 18 holes, right? There are 18 holes. Well, you know. just This coming from the woman that tells people that she's a golfer. I... Hey, do you golf? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, of course I golf. Of course I golf. <laughs> she thinks she, she can fake that till she makes that. I've, I've been golfing. I have. You've been drinking. No, I've been golfing out with my dad. Thank you very much. Yes. I have The been only time too. you've ever golfed with me, you were actually drinking and walking with sticks in your hand. It was night golf. It was How do you golf. play night golf, you, you ask? And you hit glow balls. <laughs> That was a fun night. <laughs> so, anyhow. Good thing there's no video of that. Well, you know. It's so hard, It's hard to hit a ball in the evening. Here's Dan's life lesson. Oh, Dan's life lesson. Is this a new segment? <laughs> <laughs> Julie just asked me, what, do you, what can you attribute to improving your golf game? Mm. I attribute... My improvement in golf and my average this year for nine holes is about 45, right? My average in previous years, I mean, as, as, as recently as last year is like a 56. That's pretty good. That's a huge improvement. That's a huge improvement. What do you attribute that to? I attribute it to showing up. That's a good life lesson. Show up for yourself. Yeah. And you can improve in what you're doing. Practice makes perfect. Which leads me to, um, we are beginning the last week of Peaceful You, which is a course that several women have been participating in. And you have been participating too, Daniel. Um, but I have been really encouraging everyone that is participating to show up and it's about practice not perfect and sometimes even you know we we tend to be such hard critics of ourselves that we give ourselves a hard time for not showing up at times but the most important thing is that if you miss a day just keep going right right that's right you don't show up one day you show up the next that's correct. So every day is a new beginning. Every day is a new beginning. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Julie. Yes, Daniel. What are you drinking? I am not drinking anything. You're not drinking anything? No. No I, water? Where's your jug? My jug is in the kitchen. All right. Hey, we had an exciting time at Casa de Collins. No, no. Hold on. Okay. Let me have your headphones. Give me your headphones. I need you to go get your jug because you know what? Nothing's what? more important than staying hydrated. Well, maybe you need to stop the recording while I get my jug. No, they can hear you resetting. It's never too late. Oh, I'm resetting. Okay. Never too late to hydrate. Here she goes. She's in the kitchen. Blah, 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 blah. I got my jug. She's got her jug. Do you know how many ounces my jug is? Mm-hmm. All right. Here's your headphones. All right. I'm drinking water now. Here's your headphones. Thank you. Oh. Ah. Right. And she has her water. Good job. My jug is 64 ounces, and I drink, or at least I try to drink two of these a day. It's a big jug. It's a big jug. 
but it's important to be hydrated. Okay, so exciting week today. I had a couple of really fun things happen. Number one is we had a little mishap in Casa de Confidence and Casa de Collins. I wouldn't call it fun. Okay, well, so let me tell you a story. I was, I don't know, I was in my office and I hear a big crash. And it sounded like the ice maker was going nuts. And then the dogs start barking. So then I go to the kitchen and I open the the freezer and the ice maker looks perfectly fine. And I'm like, hmm, maybe it was just a clog and it unclogged itself. So I came back. And then we fast forward ahead. Dan shows up at home. He comes in, he walks, walks in. Hi, honey, I'm home. And he went Peek to get a LaCroix. Check. And then I go to the living room. I check out what's going to happen here. Go look at the porch. What's the progress on the porch? Porch report. Hey, honey, this is what I'm going to do. What do we need to do tonight? Honey, do this. Honey, do this. Okay, whatever. Okay, let me go. In wow. Um, this is a really so fun story. I go to the kitchen and he I. He went to get a LaCroix out of the go refrigerator. Go to get a, a LaCroix. A LaCroix. Out of the refrigerator. Not an ad, but it should be because we drink open, enough of it. <laughs> I open the refrigerator door and I look in. I'm like, oh, Julie. No, no. It went something more like, oh, my God, Julie, what happened here? I'm no, like. No, I know exactly what I said. No, it was not, I oh, Julie. I know exactly what I said. I went, hey, Julie. Oh, yeah, that's true. You said, hey, Julie, but very surely, I must say. Hey, Julie, is there something you need to tell me? So I walk into She's the kitchen. Like, what? I'm she like, walks what? into the kitchen, and I'm like. He opens the refrigerator, and the bottom tempered glass shelf had shattered. It just shattered. Everywhere. It was like all over my produce drawers that were full of produce. And yeah, now we're so her lettuce full had- glass in it. My Brussels sprouts had glass. So anyway. So annoying. So anyway, the temperature outside has been so hot and the air conditioner in the house. And I I know that refrigerator. I so Mm. I got I got this house in two thousand four and I immediately had to replace the apply the refrigerator, the furnace, blah blah, a whole bunch of stuff died the first year. I was not here. So I was not the lady of the house at the time. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Now you are. Right. <laughs> so anyway, I am the lady of the house now. <laughs> lady in red. Oh Lord. What's that? Is that the way the song goes? Lady in oh. red. Oh, I got you. I got her to say. I got her to say. With me. I think. I think anyway, that's how it goes. Anyway. So that refrigerator was. It just barely fit in the in the hole made for it a refrigerator. Was really stuffed in the really hole. So, so it finally, we've been getting cracked drawers and broken things in there for quite a while. And did it dawn on me? He's been replacing them it's, nicely. It's because this thing is jammed in that hole. Yeah, it's been there fifteen years. Refrigerator works great, but I'm sick of replacing shelves. And really, it's a pain so, in the rear because when I take out the shelves mm, to clean them, I'm afraid I'm going to crack them or break them, and I end up yeah. doing it anyway. So, so I look to the right, I look at our oven, and the oven's been broken for yeah. six months. But, but we, we have an air fryer, so we haven't really missed so it. So we, we've been cooking stuff in the air fryer, so, but, I mean, the stove top works, but the oven's no good. And that stove is super old. So... I'm like, Julie, it's time. Mm, we bit the bullets. So I made her night 
when I said that. Because yes. we suddenly kind of went into shopping for appliances mode. And I have to say that I use my bargaining skills, which Dan doesn't think I really did, but... And of course, he was no, mortified. No, if you did, if you don't I, ask, you don't I, get. I was, and you did ask. I was in mode. Too. So we, we went to several stores, and then the last store that we went to is actually we went to PC Richards. Not an ad, but if they want to sponsor the podcast, they can. <laughs> um, hey, friend! Can you believe it's been a year since I got certified as a yoga teacher and mindfulness practitioner? I can't believe it either. My goal is to continue to help you and myself handle and incorporate mindfulness and meditation into our daily habits. If you are tired of being stressed out, frustrated, unable to stop negative thinking, and ready to live fully aware, awake, and alive, I invite you to join me for 21 days of mindfulness. I've created the Peaceful You course to help us do this together. All you have to do is grab the workbook and go to goconfidentlycoaching.com, hit the resource tab, and click on Peace For You. I will send you the workbook, and I will send you each day a lesson and the meditation that goes along with the lesson. I will also be hosting three live calls where we can chat, get together, I will answer your questions, and we can grow together as being mindful, peaceful, and going confidently. This is a class I'm not going to miss, and I'm going to go to goconfidentlycoaching.com, go to the resources tab, look at Peaceful You, or I'm just going to go to the podcast page and click the link there. Perfect. So mm-hmm. you, so they, they tell us the price, mm-hmm. and they tell us the price, and she goes, well, you do better than that, go get the manager, and then she... The price, she goes, well, what's your what's your bottom line? I, I asked her while he was talking to the manager. And she basically said, well, they're going to have to come down $600. Hmm. I'm like, I'm going to tell you exactly how much they're going to come down. Because uh, major appliances don't have a lot of markup like other, other categories. See, this is my retail self-remembering things from back in the day. <sighs> When she was at Macy's, I was at Circuit City. So yeah. I right. and, well, and PC forward. Richards is actually in the store. Wow, that I opened okay. at Circuit City back in the day. But hold on. So I told her that he. Uh, I look. I look at. It, I'm like he's going to come down four hundred dollars, uh, like three hundred and fifty, and and that's what he did. Awesome. I do have to give Julie credit because you know what? If you don't ask, you don't get. You're not gonna know. And they work with the price for us, and that was awesome. So yeah, thank you, Julie. You're That's welcome. awesome. And enough yeah. with our adventures, though. It's mm-hmm. time to move on to our guests. Our guest is we have two ladies. Two ladies. Mm. Ba, 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 ba. So I met these women, and first of all, I have been listening to their podcast because, well, it's right up my alley, and. They are two sisters. They started this organization called, well, they used to have a podcast called The Pop Culture Passionista. And they would do red carpet interviews and really, really fun stuff. But sisters Amy and Nancy have been inspired by the Me Too movement and the Time Stop campaign and decided to use their skills as celebrity interviewers to work to tell a different kind of story. 
where many podcasters reserve their airtime for the elite, Amy and Nancy are talking to amazing women you probably have, haven't heard of, just very similarly to what I do, but they have been doing this for a long time, and I'm really a fangirl of what they do. Um, they really want to bring stories of different women, you know, from the founder of a successful ice cream company to a volcano scientist running for office, and they are putting together a huge event this weekend, and I am honored to be one of their speakers. The event is called the Passionistas Project Women's Equality Virtual Summit 2020, which features live panels, expert presentations, and there's tons of really cool workshops. On Friday night, there's actually the Luna Fest, which is a virtual screening of films by and about women featuring seven short films with a total of time, I think it's 97 minutes, but you definitely have to check out the uh, website for that. The women who are sharing their stories and the panels that they have put together, I am, I, I really am going to take the whole weekend to just kind of hang out and watch all of it. Now, Nancy and Amy talked to me about a special surprise that they had coming and they had not made the announcement and I have been stalking them on social media because I wanted to find out who is the special person that they are going to honor at the event and they announced it this week. So if you want to know who it is, you're going to have to listen to the entire episode so that you can find out. Now, it's a big name. It's someone that I admire. It's someone that has been on a big show that went off the air, but she is fabulous because she definitely is uh, the Passionista Persist Humanitarian Award embodied. Um, so check out who this wonderful person is, but listen to the story of how these two sisters work together and make the world a better place by just having them use their skills and give a forum for people to share their stories. So without further ado, Nancy and Amy oh, Harrington. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my line. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So without further ado. Nancy and Amy Harrington. So I would love to begin by welcoming both of you. And I met you through a podcasting group. And I, the first time I saw the name, I thought, oh, this is me. I love it. Who are these women? I need to get to know them. And then I found out that you have this wonderful event coming up. But rather than me not doing it justice, I would love for you, Amy and Nancy, thank you and welcome to Casa de Confidence. But please introduce yourselves and tell me about your project and tell the world who you are. Um, we are sisters. I'm Amy and sister. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. That's okay. <laughs> My mother got us confused. I think that's the first time I ever got us confused. Let me start that again. That's all We're right. sisters. I'm Nancy and that's Amy. Um, and we have been working together for a really long time now, probably 15 years. Um, but we started the Passionistas Project, um, right after the 2016 election mm. we were feeling um we had been doing celebrity interviews for a really long time and we loved it we did a lot of work in television and did the red carpet at the emmys and like we had just had this thrilling uh world that we lived in um but we we felt like we wanted to do something more important 
Mm. And the 2016 election really dragged us down. And that was also around the time of the Me Too movement mm -hmm. and the Time's Up movement. And we just felt like we needed an infusion of positivity. Mm -hmm. And um, and so we've, we've been, we had been wanting to do a podcast for a while and we decided that we would use our, in, our skills as interviewers to um, interview women who were doing positive things and women who were following their passions and empowered women that had good stories to tell. Mm -hmm. um, so we started the Passionistas Project, which was an offshoot of our company, the Pop Culture Passionistas. Yep. Um, and, uh, and we did the, uh, we've been doing the podcast for a few years. We started a subscription box that's also filled with I see by that behind women -owned you. I need to get a hold of that. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. It's filled okay. with products by just women owned businesses and female Love it. artisans. Um, and then we knew um, a year ago, we knew that we wanted to commemorate the 100th anniversary of women getting the right to vote in the United mm -hmm. States, which is the anniversary is this August 26th. Yep. But we also realized that that while that was a big milestone, it was not um, all inclusive. Mm. And so we really wanted to use the opportunity to mark the anniversary, but to talk about women's equality and how far we still have to go. So, um, so that was sort of the catalyst to starting the event. And I let Amy talk a little bit about the event itself. Sounds good. Yeah, so, so we um, decided to, you know, host the Passionistas Project Women's Equality Summit. Um, it is August 21st through August 23rd. It's completely online. So no matter where you are mm -hmm. in the world, you can attend. Uh, it's free to attend, and then there are some upgrades that you can get if you want uh, a little packet that'll enhance your weekend a little bit, or you want content, access to the content after the fact. But um, the weekend is all about women telling their own stories of equality, mm -hmm. um, which is our, our mission in general is to never tell someone else's story for them. We want mm -hmm. it to come directly from the women. So we have um, a big weekend plan. We have four live panels, um, one on racial equality, one on LGBTQ plus and two-spirit uh, community equality, um, one on financial equality for women, and one on voter equality, because since this is tied to the ratification, mm -hmm. and since we're getting so close to the election, and since, like Nancy said, we were initially inspired to start the Passionistas Project because of the last election, we really want to make voting rights a big component of yeah. the weekend. <clears throat> so we have the panels, we have three incredible workshops led by Dia Bondi and Jessica Craven mm -hmm. and Megan Hamilton. Um, those will help women elevate their voice voting-wise, asking for things. Dia's got an incredible presentation called Ask, Ask Like an Auctioneer. Ooh. Really unique. Yeah. And uh, Megan is going to help women um, become better public speakers so that we I can elevate our voices. Um, I think this is so, so, you know, for four years, and, and, and I think that I, I look back and it seems so long ago. I I was in New York City for the election and I've been, I've been involved in, in, um, 
just campaigns and in uh, from an early age. My dad, he lived in D.C. and and I became involved in you know political campaigns and support and and I really feel that it's so needed because I I encounter so many women that oh you know I don't count or or I don't matter because it's been this um this this that's what they were modeled right their their moms and their grandmothers and their grandmother or their mom's grandmothers they it's been a hundred years it's not that long and we still feel that our voices well you know it's only one vote but but we really have so much power together and I remember that um always believing that I had my voice, my ability to go and cast that voice through my vote. And and four years ago, I remember for the first time ever feeling really defeated and feeling like my voice um, not only did not count, but was encountering a new era in which perhaps some of the progress in places we'd been we're going to change and not necessarily change in ways that I felt not only for me, but for other people who are marginalized and for other women who maybe are not in a position to be able to really rise up on their own. So I, I love that you are create, you created this environment and you really are giving um, a voice to a lot of these P these, these stories, because I think the stories matter and, and that's, what's really important. It's just, I mean, we've been watching all, you know, we also have all these pre-recorded presentations mm-hmm. like the one you did, which is incredible. And um, we've been watching them all as they come in and we're, you know, laughing a lot, but we're also in tears half the time because mm-hmm. a lot of women are sharing really powerful stories that they've never shared before. Mm. And finding a place, you know, some have said, like, I've always wanted to tell this story and I haven't yet. And here it is. You know, women talking about crossing the border back and forth to Mexico when mm. they were one woman when she was a child and this incredibly powerful experience she had with her mother when she was a child crossing the border and you know women talking about being trans and women talking about um sizeism and right. you know ageism we really we really tried you know we obviously can't cover every single base mm-hmm. but we wanted to try and um you know, we reached out to women and then women recommended women. And every time we talked to somebody new, they came up with a concept that we mm. hadn't thought of as what was important to them about equality. Right. And to us, that's what it's about. It's not about what we as very you know privileged white mm-hmm. women think about what equality is for, a, a, you know, an LGBTQ woman or right. a, a black woman. Um, you know, it's what they what they want to say, what they want everyone to know. And mm-hmm. we're asking everybody um, that participates to not just talk, but to give some kind of action item mm-hmm. at the end of their panel or presentation or workshop but that we can all take away from it and we can all use that moving forward and, and be thoughtful um, as we relate to people and, and especially to women mm. as we carry on. And we're also encouraging men to watch and listen and hear our voices because as with all these other movements going on this will only get to the next level if we have male allies who help us 
and support us. So. Absolutely. And and I think that that's such a great way of viewing it, that we need to be allies for each other, whether we come from the same walk of life, and we need to be allies for, for people, you know, my husband, I know that uh, for him, um, we've been married, it's, it's eight years, but when I first met him 21 years ago, no, more than that, 25 years ago, we could not be more different on the spectrum. And one of the things that um, in our evolution of the relationship, we, we have come to see more eye to eye because we share stories. And I think that there's so much power in putting a face to an issue. And I think that if we live in a society in which we can be polarized by what the news says or does and of sound bites. But the reality is that, uh, you know, for instance, you're talking about some of your guests um, having crossed the border as children. That's an issue that we hear about. And whether you fall in one side of the aisle or the other, you're going to have an opinion. But putting that human face in the experience and the reality of why may someone be looking for a different life, a better life, rather than um, staying, you know, they're not, it, it makes a big difference. And I think that that's one of the reasons that, you know, my husband has become an advocate and has clearly made some changes in his belief system because he's willing to not not just uh, um, dig his heels into an issue, but he's looking to find out more about it. And, and now he has become an advocate for certain things because of hearing stories and because of humanizing um, a, a, an issue. And I think that that's really key in moving and making progress in the future, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so now I, I, I need to ask because I have two sisters <laughs> and we uh, could not be any more different between the three of us. <laughs> but I, I love my sisters because there's a special relationship that you have with the women in your life. How is it uh, to work together in in this arena? And what are some of the things that you do very well together? And what are some of the things that maybe you divide among each other to move the project forward? Interesting. Um, well, first of all, we get along great. Um, Amy and I have been best friends since Amy was born. I'm five years older. So okay. the, the, the family lore is that I ordered her, that I asked my mother for a a baby so that she wouldn't be lonely when I went to kindergarten. <laughs> and we've been best friends since the day she was born. We also have a brother and two other sisters. We're all the dearest friends. Like there is no one in the world more important to me Love than it. my siblings. We talk every week on Zoom and it, it's fabulous. Um, but Amy and I have been had a special relationship since we were kids. Um, working together was just natural. We really complement each other really well um mm -hmm. there is very little that we disagree on and i was just saying to someone the other day it usually only happens when one of us is hungry <laughs> I, I feel usually you. that's me <laughs> i usually get hungry first <laughs> um but we get along really well we complement each other really well um and we just we share everything 50 50 i don't think there's much of anything that um that we both don't do and that we both don't share um I'll give kudos to Nancy because she won't say it, but Nancy has a 
graphic design background. Mm. So the reason we look as good as we look is because Nancy does all of that. And well, your website is beautiful. And, and all <laughs> of the collateral, I, I looked through some of the collateral and I was including it into my into my calendar for the next week. And I thought, oh, this is gorgeous. My gosh, I need to figure out how they do this. So you're <laughs> pros. I love it. That's, I love it. That's the secret weapon. Yeah. Before all of this, I was a graphic designer for a long time. I had my own business in Boston. So Okay. Um, so that that is the one thing. But Amy has a film background. So most of the video stuff, Amy really, uh, Amy has has all that background and does all that work. That's so, so great that you complement each other so well. Now, it, yes. as sisters, you obviously know some of your strengths and weaknesses. Do you feel um, that there's times in which you or how do you deal with the times that maybe you're not as confident because you see some of the, um, you know, areas that you need growth in and how do you handle and how do you help each other through those moments that maybe confidence may be lacking? You know, we're, I don't know if it's our mother looking down at us from heaven and (laughs) pushing us forward or not, but Luckily, we tend to have our bad days on opposite days. Great. <laughs> so if we're having those moments of doubt or um, one of us is super stressed or not feeling well, the other one just kicks it up a notch, which is hard to imagine because we're already working at 120% capacity. <laughs> I mean, we're planning all of this 100% on our own. We have zero support staff. Um <laughs> So we, you know, we both have positive attitudes, I believe, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, Nancy especially is not a warrior. Nancy just is about, you know, she thinks that's a useless uh, way to spend your energy. So I, I worry a little bit more, but I've been, I think, much, much better about it. And Mm -hmm. uh, we just plow forward and we think we look at the next task on our list and we say okay that, that's what I'm going to do right now you know yeah. we're also Catholic school girls so <laughs> we um and we're you know totally type a so we're the kind of kids that we were like we'd get a homework assignment and we go home and we do it and we wouldn't it, wait right. till the night before and <laughs> rush and be stressed out so we you know if, if there's something on our to-do list we do it we try and do the things that we um don't want to do first Mm. So that we have the other things to look forward to. That's right. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, we just, we are there and we can say to each other, like, like this morning, I w- wasn't feeling great. And I emailed Nancy and I said, just so you know, not feeling 100%. Mm. So you might need to like, lift me up a little bit today. And she was <laughs> like, no problem. Got it. So um, <laughs> we just are, we're just there for each other, you know. Yes. I love that. And, and I think that, you know, in looking at all of the, uh, components that go into planning an event like this one. There are so many different things. And I am just in awe of you that it's just the two of you putting it together because um, I, I, my hat goes off to you, honestly. It, so far, the people that you have collected um, and coordinated to come together to be able to just share so many fantastic um different presentations that I I know are going to make an impact in anybody who watches them, uh, whether whatever their background, their belief system, because they are just timely and, and relevant for sure. So I love that. Um, now, you Thank mentioned you. your mom. 
And I would love to know, and and many women already answer it this way, but I'm not going to make assumptions. Who inspired you and who gave you the inspiration to become strong passionistas? Definitely our mother. Um, We have, we have very strong women in our lives. We always have. Um, Our mother was the most kind person you Mm. have ever met. Um, And she was artistic. She and my dad met in art school. Mm -hmm. And um, my father went on to have a graphic design business and an advertising agency for all of our childhood. And my mother um, stayed home and raised us until the time came where he needed her to work and she Mm -hmm. went and worked for him. But um, she herself was a housewife and mother first and her Mm -hmm. family was the most important thing to her. Um, So she, she didn't actually model going out and doing what she was passionate about, which I think was part of the reason why we were all inspired to do so Mm because we always felt badly that she never became an archaeologist or she never Mm. took time to do pottery or, you know, there were a lot of things that my mother sacrificed because Mm -hmm. we were her priority. Um, But she also encouraged us in everything we ever wanted Mm. to do. My parents, I don't think my parents ever said no to us. Um, We're all artistic. My brother was in a band. Our older sister's a filmmaker. Our other sister's a dancer. Um, You know, we were all encouraged to do what made us happy. And, um, and so that's where that came from. from What a fun family. Very artistic family. I love that. That's terrific. I think that there's a lot of women. I'm sorry, Amy. I think that there's a lot of women who, um, when they're inspired by their moms, when they go out and they embrace their passions and they go out and do that, they really are also, in essence, uh, honoring their moms as well. Uh, and and saying, hey, I know that you didn't get a chance to do that, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to, you know, it's not, people talk about that life balance and there's no balance. When we say yes to one thing, we're saying no to something else. But I love that you were inspired and you're you're lifting her up and sharing her story. Well, and she also, I just wanted to say too that, um, like when I was a teenager, I'm the youngest of the five. And, you know, I'd be like, oh, I don't have a boyfriend. Oh, I don't, you know. And she would say, like, you don't need that. Just mm. do your thing. Don't don't get bogged down. Focus. Like, And it wasn't, like, trying to get me to be super ambitious, but it was a really clear message mm-hmm. that you got one shot at this. Do what you want to do. Mm. Do not sacrifice what you want for anybody else. Yeah. And which was really like Nancy said, really contrary to the way she lived her life. And so it was a really clear message like, okay, she she didn't regret the choice she made in any way, but she wanted to make sure we knew we had another option. And so that was definitely part of the reason that I became this super focused career, Mm. followed my dreams, moved to California. And she loved it. She loved coming out and visiting and going to the set and checking out the movies or, you know, TV show. I mean, it was, she, it was thrilling to her that not only that I was doing that, but that I listened to that advice. I love it. I I was inspired by my grandmother. My grandmother was one of those strong women who um, she was born in 1905. And in those days, you 
were and she was born in El Salvador, so uh, it's a third world country. Her she came from a, a family that that you know had some means, but um, she went to school and wanted to just teach and travel the world and do her own thing. But my great grandfather was adamant that no, you know, women stay at home, and she really fought and forged a way for herself. And as she continued to push to get a career going, and he didn't, uh, he knew that he wasn't going to fight her anymore. So instead of letting her go out and work somewhere, he built a school for her. Um, but then she took the school and she grew the school and, and, and used her passion for education and helping children um, in just growing that. And then she went all over the world uh, when she turned 39, almost 40, she met my grandfather. And my grandfather came from a very different background, but he was also a passionate educator. And they they got married, I would say, eight months later from when the time they met. And uh, the one thing that she always instilled in me was, you know, you're not defined by being a woman. You are defined by what you want to do and how you want to change the world. And that always had an impact on me. And I think that uh, I I know that um, many people feel that there might be boundaries. And I like to push those boundaries because I, I, I learned from the best to do that. So uh, it, that. it's great to see how our, our influences make us who we are. Now, if someone wants to sign up, and be par- be a participant. Uh, tell me a little bit more of how they go and do about and do that. And what does the day look like? And you, you talked about different levels that people can actually take advantage of. So take me through that process. Okay. Um, the easiest way to find it, because it's a complicated URL, but the easiest way to find it is to go to the passionistasproject.com. And there's a link there to go out to the registration site. Mm-hmm. Um, most, uh, there are three days. Every day has uh, starts with a workshop. In the afternoon, there's some live panels. And then in the evenings on Friday night, we have a, the Luna Fest Film Festival, mm-hmm. short films, seven short films by women. Saturday night, we have a storyteller event. We have seven, seven women telling their personal stories with a live Q&A after. There's a Q&A with the filmmakers as well. And Sunday night, we are having a very special event where we are awarding the first Passionistas uh, persist humanitarian award to a very special guest, which we cannot announce Ooh, yet. Ooh, I just got chills. I'm so excited. Yay. Um, and, uh, and so, and then also during each day, there's going to be, um, pre-recorded content that's accessible mm-hmm. all day long. Right. Um, at, at the end of the weekend, all of that content, which is free to watch all that content gets locked and you can't see it again unless you upgrade. So there are three levels to upgrade. Um, There is one level for 20 bucks. You can get the um, Passionistas. I think I have one here. uh, The Passionistas (laughs) Equality Pack, which is just a fun little mini version of our subscription box that's got fun things to make the weekend a little more engaging. Mm -hmm. There's some snacks. There's some informational stuff. There's um, a pen and paper. It's, It's a Fun little pack so that's twenty dollars and then you get access the free access for the weekend and there's a, also a digital gift bag that everyone will get at the end cool. um for eighty nine dollars you can there'll be bonuses from some of the speakers mm-hmm. so bonus content and you will get to unlock lifetime access to all the content that is so the what, best deal so ever because... whatever you didn't get to watch because there's there's yep. way too much stuff to watch it all the whole weekend you, yep. you won't get into it so you can go back and watch stuff, watch what you missed or rewatch things that were really inspiring mm-hmm. to you. And then for just another 10 bucks for $99, you can get the fall 
Passionistas Pack. Which the theme of the pack is Passionistas Persist. And so it's related to the weekend and it's a really great box. So, oh, well, I, I think I know what I'm going for now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bargain shopper and that's definitely the bargain. One other thing I want to mention too, as far as registering is the uh, Friday night, the Luna Fest Film Festival. It's seven film short films by women for women they're amazing short films it's an hour long hour and a half long presentation of films and then we're doing a Q&A with the filmmakers and you it is free to register mm-hmm. you can donate because some of the uh, proceeds go to charities but um it's free to register but it's a separate registration okay so you need to make sure that you click on the button and go so to I'm gonna have to go back because I don't think I register separately for that and I definitely <laughs> that really calls my yeah. name um I, mm-hmm. I love female um entrepreneurs and female artists and I have friends that are filmmakers as well and anytime that they put any content out I love to to go and see it because there's there's something about um our perspective as females at times that we we approach things a little differently and I think that there's nuances in art that uh, we definitely need to see more often so I love it yeah and and the yeah. films are great because they range from documentary to drama to the okay. most adorable animation short, you animated short you've probably ever seen. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and, and the filmmakers are great. And then Saturday night for the storyteller event, we're doing a Q&A with the storytellers as well. So, oh my gosh. That's and then that's going to just be a blast because yeah. we have some really, really fun women. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we are still sort of in, in a social distancing state mm-hmm. where we can gather. But I, I I was looking to see who of my girlfriends maybe I get to have join and create a watch mm-hmm. party. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, if, if it's nice weather, we may put a little screen outside and, you know, mm-hmm. just uh, make it an event. Because I think that the more that we can get the word out, because I'm a firm believer, I don't have children, but I have a niece. And well, mm-hmm. I have several nieces, us, but us I have too. a seven year old <laughs> niece. And um, I'm a firm believer that whatever we're doing today is really modeling for those that are coming after us and to continue in creating equity and creating equality and forging a way that is is uh, good for everyone. Not and 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 I, I I truly believe that if you you know when the tide rises one boat over all boats rise and it's not about you know let's make it better for just women or for LGBTQ plus or just for women uh, of people of color I think that when we are helping one group all groups really begin to benefit and and I think that that's so important and I want my niece to live in a place where um, she doesn't have to you know bang her head against that glass ceiling or be passed up for a promotion because. Uh, uh, you know, it's a it's a little boys network and, and all of that. So, yeah. Well, and we first of all, we want to thank you for your presentation and educating us because we weren't clear on the difference between equality and equity. And you do such a beautiful job. Oh, thank of you. Educating on that. But we also loved that you tied everything you were talking about to kindness mm-hmm. um, and that really resonated with us and we really believe it's going to resonate with everybody that oh, comes thank you. to the, the weekend. So we, you know, we cannot thank you enough for 
doing what you did and sharing that with with us and with the people who will be attending. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. And, you know, for me, I also, it wasn't until I became certified as social emotional learning facilitator that, um, you know, you you really begin to see the little nuances. And I think that a lot of people think that equity and, and equality are interchangeable, but there's a little nuance in there. And, and I think that the more that we are aware of these little nuances, the more that we can create better, um, better chances for our world to change and evolve to a better place. Um, and I do believe that obviously, you know, I, I woke up after four years after the last election and I woke up in an uncertain world and I woke up thinking like, especially because I, I am, I, I am a brown person. And although a lot of people don't necessarily, you know, see that or, and I'm educated, I've grown in, 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 in my career. Um, I think that as a, as a person of color in, in a, of diverse background, I, I felt like I've been treated you know, with respect and kindness or, or, or outwardly, but my world just seemed uncertain. And I thought, you know, I can't change how people are going to treat me or what the world is going to be like. The only thing that I can change is how I react to it and how I show up for myself and for others. And being kind is the way that I know how to show up as the best version of me. So um, I, I love sharing that with other people. And thank you for the opportunity to do that and, and, and to okay. give to others. So our pleasure. Our door is always open to you in any way we can support you. Oh, what well, you're doing, I, so. I, I am going to be a, a fan of yours forever because, again, uh, passionistas is my new favorite word for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again for being here, ladies. I do appreciate you, you. And anything that you need as well, feel free to reach out. Um, and I'm happy to support you in this endeavor. And thank you for changing you. lives. I do appreciate that. Thank you for changing lives. You. You're amazing. We're so grateful that we've been able to meet you. Yeah, this is terrific. And this is the first of many collaborations for sure. And for welcome sure. to Casa the Confidence. <laughs> love it. Love your name too. Yes. Love that. <laughs>
Well, this to. is just the summit page, which That's just, it's very cool how they made these little things. So you know, they have flippers. a picture of they have a picture of all of the speakers, and then when you hover over the picture, it clicks, it turns around like a little card, and it gives well, you their. My little inner geek you know. is impressed. I love it. I'm super impressed too, and I'm super impressed that first of all. Here they are with all, I mean, like, okay, here's this lady, Liz Latchman. She's an Emmy Award winning musician, composer, Golden Reel Award winner. Okay. This woman has an amazing. Are these, are these all people resume. that are speaking with yeah. videos? And my picture is not too far from this Emmy winning lady. Oh, I'm wow. in great company, Daniel Collins. I'm in great company. I'm in great company right now. Oh, mm. oh she meant me. Yeah, I meant you. Anyway. Anyway. Let's not get carried away. There's a lot, of, a lot of women that have done presentations for this. This looks like it's going to be a great event. And when is it? It's next weekend, beginning on Friday night. And, and it goes until? Until Sunday. And again, you can get... It's free registration, people. And free, it's all, free registration. It's all virtual. It's all virtual. If you want to get the, some of the content... or Well, first of all, if you want to upgrade to the Equalizer, which is you get the live access, you get the digital gift bag, and the mm -hmm. LunaFest ticket, it's $20. 20 bucks, people. LunaFest. And then you can get um, for $89. The suffragist. Yes. And then you get level. all the above. And then you get lifetime access to the summit. And bonus materials from the presenters. Do they get to vote on anything then? Mm. I just spilled water all over me. Do they make you giggle? Because of the name suffragist? Get it? No. Your fight, that's the fight for the right to vote, right? Oh, can I take... Jeez. I'm sorry, that's silly. Can I bad. tell you? What's the next level? Wait, okay, the la next level is the We're passionista level. You get distracted so easily. I know, I do. The passionista level passionista is all level. of the above. But they also get the Fall Passionista Project Pack, which is a um, sort of like, it's a subscription box with really cool uh, stuff inside from women-owned right. businesses. And I love it. So you, you can choose from these levels uh -huh. or or just look or at the just free content attend. which is and just attend and yeah you know. super cool to have all these women in one place mm -hmm. um i was going to tell you something um i was talking to amelia and i don't know how this came up and she um basically she says to me she's like Oh, I was telling her I spoke to the passionistas and she's saying, well, what does that mean? And I'm talking about it. And oh, no, it wasn't about this. I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Wait, I know this is a really weird story. Welcome Tuesday, to my rabbit hole. I went to vote and Amelia's like, we had happy breakfast. And she says, hey, what did you do today? And I said, well, I went to vote this morning. And she's like, vote? What do you mean? And I said, well, it's the is the election, um, the primary election. And I went into like a little civics lesson for her. And, and I said, you know, it's very important to vote because it's only been a hundred years since we as women have had the right to vote. And before that, only men could vote. And she, we were FaceTiming, her face was like, what? That is wrong. We must vote. So, and I, I encourage you from the words of a seven-year-old, 
Women, we have a right, a responsibility, and we must vote and use it. Like, think about it. Your grandmother's mother was probably not someone who could vote. Mm. And laws were passed. And and I'd like even think about like in the in, in the nineteen seventies, you could not walk into a bank and open a bank account unless your dad or your husband came with you. And I I'm not gonna tell you about, you know, money, your husband, your how do you well, I, and you, you do your you do you, girlfriend, but honestly, can you imagine not having the ability like you couldn't go to Target and they offer you a credit card and you can say, oh, sure, I'll sign up for it. No, you couldn't. You would have to say, hey, honey, go back and get your little man to come and help you. Anyway, I have a lot of feelings on this. <laughs> Howdy, ma'am. Is the man of the house home? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Hi, ma'am. Is the man of the house home? Hmm. I am the man of the house. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I was going to say something. I don't remember what it is. Um, were you going to say that I have four coaching spots available? I wasn't, but you should say it. I should say it. Okay. So things are... I'm prioritizing because I think that I love just spending time with women and being able to just chat about where they're going, the direction that they have right now, and maybe helping them strategize on how to go after their dreams. And my goal is to create more margin, like Katie Jeffcoat would say. Don't sing the song. Oh. <laughs> So Katie I wanted Jeff to create Coke, more Katie margin Jeff for Coke, that. Katie Jeff Coke, Stop Katie, it. Katie Jeff Coke, Katie, Katie Jeff, 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 Jeff Coke. Okay. He's got it out of his system. Oh, so don't, okay. Don't, don't trigger a man with Tourette's. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Cat's so, out of the bag, actually. Sorry. I was not making fun of people with Tourette's. Now I, you sidetracked me. I actually... Do have Tourette's. He does have Tourette's for no. crying out loud. Anyhow, so I have some coaching clients that I've been working with, and I really love that. And I thought, you know what? I love helping women, and some of these women are doing some amazing things, and not because of me, but because of them. But it really is just talking to a coach and someone who's going to cheer you on and maybe give you a fresh perspective on things. So if you want to find out what coaching is about, you can tune in. Um, you can go to my website and there is under Speak with Julie. Click on there and get your free strategy session. I won't, you know, there's no cost for a free strategy session. Let's chat and let's uh, see where you are and what you want to do. And maybe you just want to chat and you're, maybe you're more curious about the Passionista Project or something. But my time is yours for an hour and I have four spots. And speaking of time. Yes, my darling. I think our time this week is up. It sure is. Did I have something else to say? Oh, we have a big announcement. I do week. have one thing to say. What? Back to the voting thing. Back to the voting Or is that ship thing. sailed? Go ahead. I appreciate the fact that you went to where your voting station and went in you were the one person who walked in at the time you were there went in to your 
and filled out your ballot, which had one name on it. One name. There was no local elections, no nothing. So there was one name on it. Mm-hmm. You still went through the process. You still went in and filled it out. I mean, really, filling out that one name didn't do anything because there was one name on it. But hmm. your right to vote and your passion about it um, was evident there. And you went through the paces and did it. All the so, women came before me and gave me that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And they, they sat in jail. They marched the streets. They jeopardized their relationships. But I have a right today because a lot of women gave it to me. And so, I'm never going to take that for granted. So no matter what out there, remember, as a woman. Or as a man. As a woman, that right, like Julie said, is only a, like 100 years old. Mm-hmm. But as a human, as a woman, as a man, as as a, a member of this society, it's your voice. It's your one time to speak mm. without speaking and to go and make change. And if you don't go out and vote, then uh, you're taking away, you're taking the bite out of out of your power and i think that a lot of people think that my vote doesn't matter but if you revisit history if you revisit history and the one of the most biggest examples i think it's hitler hitler was um, elected by one vote i know you don't like me bringing this up but too bad so sad it's history i I don't even know if that's factual yes it is Oh, my God. Do I need to Google it here? I'm going to Google it, people. Hitler, one vote. Hmm. Oh, one vote fallacies by Snopes. Okay, hold go. on. Hold on, people. Yeah, I don't think I anyone remember in reading his- this. I don't think anyone in the history of history has. Oh, my God. Has, has been voted in or out by a margin To of impress one vote. upon readers the importance of casting their vote, list circulate that perpetuate a variety of one vote canards such as 1645 one vote gave oliver cromwell control over england charles the first england to be executed Mm -hmm. america english language instead of german okay fine let's see okay this is all of the above claims are are false false okay including uh, one going so this is a, a case of Radical candor. In Radical which, candor. In which Julie made a statement mm. that she had heard. Yes. And I called her on it. Yeah. And she go. researched it and realized that she was wrong. And that's a great example. She didn't stick to her guns. Mm. She researched it, realized, oops. But we gotta be, be care- we gotta be careful. Words okay, are wait powerful. a minute. Here's where it came from, and this is exactly where I read it. This is so true. It's from dear what's her face? And Landers. Ann Landers, yeah. First of all, I want to dear I, Abby. Okay, no, no. Dear Abby and Ann Landers were sisters where we're very different oh. columnists. Oh, I'm sorry. I need to tell you, and this is where you go wrong. Ann Landers was amazing. Mm-hmm. I read Ann Landers' column forever. And actually Ooh, 
I have it upstairs. I may read it in in, in the next episode of the podcast. I, I, I just have to say. I have a pot. Wait a minute. This is before okay. we had, like, my eighth grade science teacher introduced me to Ann Landers. You realize we already said goodbye? Yeah. Um, it's my podcast. I can go on. So I would listen. I would it's, read it's Ann an Landers. It's an Italian goodbye. You can't leave until you I, hug everyone in the room. Yeah. I would list. I would read <laughs> Ann Landers every day of my life until she stopped running, and this is where it came from. So I'm going to put it in the show notes if you are interested. In 1794, blah blah blah. Okay. So yeah. So I'm going to put where the the Snopes article. So you, if you want to check out where my fallacy came from, but really, honestly. Oh, she claimed it as her fallacy. It was one fallacy. Okay, wait a minute. Oh, look. Here's like. Anne's Abby reader re- reacted by sending the corrections. Here's one of Abby's columns and letters. Okay, well, fine. All right. Whatever. Well, the lesson of the story is inaccurate words can be powerful, and we need to be careful what we say without research. Hmm. Right? Why? Well, sure. <laughs> okay, but look. Oh, Julie's he, just so- talking to- Hey, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun, and remember... Hmm. Go confidently in the direction of your dreams. Go confidently in the direction of your research. Wait, wait, wait. We forgot. Oh, we oh, forgot. Oh, okay. Needle Let's... scratch, needle scratch. Stop. Back okay. it up. Back doot, it up. Doot, 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 okay. Doot. We promised. We promised. So, big announcement. And drum roll. Drum roll, please. The Passionistas announced that on Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time or 4 p.m. Pacific, the Passionistas Persist Humanitarian Award is going to be presented to singer and care ambassador Bellamy Young. For those of you who are Scandal fans like me. I was going to say from Scandal? Yes, Bellamy Young is an amazing ambassador for care, and she is going to be receiving this award. And again, she is in Fox's The Prodigal Son. I don't know if some of you, but she, more importantly, was uh, President Melody or Melly Grant on ABC Drama Scandal. So check it out, everyone. It is so cool. And she's been doing a lot of, she's traveled to Rwanda with care and again she's been doing amazing work and i'm so happy that we are honoring her again the passionistas project women's equality summit 2020 starts next friday it's a three-day summit a three-day event Mm -hmm. for women's equality i can't wait to see her and just celebrate this amazing woman and celebrate all the amazing women and stories that are going to be shared during the event next weekend. So check it out. I am confident you'll love it. That's right. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy. Thanks for joining us this week on the Casa de Confidence podcast with Julie DeLuca Collins. Remember to check her out on Instagram and Facebook and always click subscribe to catch every new episode. Remember, leave a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. And as always, go confidently in the direction of your dreams.
Hi, everybody. I know that sometimes we get very lonely in this entrepreneur journey, and I want to invite you to join us into our limited time only purposeful you mastermind. For many of us entrepreneurs, we believe that we can do it all. But the reality is that doing it alone only creates a lot of overwhelm. So join us at the Purposeful You Mastermind. You can find out more information by going to bit.ly forward slash Julie's Mastermind. This is going to be the place where you are able to then unlock your full potential and achieve long-term success for your business push you behind your current limits, expand your connections, discover new ideas, and implement them with confidence. You're going to get the support in all aspects and transforming you to the six-figure business you've been looking for. Pause and get off the hamster wheel if you've been spinning around. This is a time where you can get that support from like-minded entrepreneurs that are here to join you in your journey. Together, we can challenge the assumptions and land the speaking engagements and opportunities we want to grow our business and make an impact in the lives of people. See you then. Remember, you can find the mastermind at bit.ly, Julie's Mastermind.